Church Kids, and welcome to Season 3 of Church Kids Stories. My name is Mr. Damon, and I am so excited for a whole bunch of reasons. Number one, that we get to spend time together and learn about Jesus. And number two, I am so excited to announce to you a brand new, fun, free game called Church Kids Trivia that's available right now on Amazon Alexa. To play, all you need to do is talk to your parents and say, Alexa, play Church Kids Trivia. And in this game, you get to test your knowledge of Church Kids stories. You could play by yourself or compete against your family or friend. If you like it, ask your parents to leave a review. Well, how was your day today? Did you get to do something fun? If so, what was it? Tell me about it. What was something that happened today that you didn't like? Each day has things that we like and a few things that we don't like. That's normal. But I am so proud of you and how you are learning to choose to have a good attitude even when things happen that you don't like. Do you know how amazing you are? Our story tonight opens up 400 years after Joseph moved his family to live with him in Egypt. But things did not go well for them after Joseph died. The Egyptians put the Israelite people into slavery and made their lives miserable. Slavery is when one person thinks they own another person, like a piece of property. Slavery is evil. And for 400 years, the Egyptians were horrible to the Israelites and forced them to do backbreaking work building their cities. Finally, after things got so bad, the Israelites prayed and started asking God to help them. Psst, hey, it's a good idea to ask Jesus to help at the very beginning. That's an FYI. Well, Jesus heard the Israelites' prayers, and then he made a promise to them. He said, I am God. I will bring you out from under the cruel, hard labor of Egypt. I will rescue you from slavery. That's found in Exodus chapter 4. And boy, did he ever. Instead of sending tanks or an army of soldiers, God used bugs, weather, and frogs. What? Yup. Here's how he did it. After talking to Moses through the flaming bush, God sent him to tell the Egyptian king Pharaoh to let the Israelites go. Moses walked into the throne room and told Pharaoh, if you don't obey, there is going to be negative consequences. And trust me, you're not going to like them at all. But Pharaoh was stubborn. Do you ever feel stubborn? And he wouldn't listen. So God sent the 10 consequences or plagues. The first one was blood. That's right, church kids, you heard me right, blood. 
God turned all the water in Egypt into blood. The water that came out of the kitchen faucet? Blood. The drinking fountain water? Blood. The water in the rivers? Still blood. Can you imagine what you'd look like after taking a bath? In blood? Oh, that's gross. That's exactly what the Egyptians thought, too. The second consequence that God sent after Pharaoh still wouldn't let the Israelites go is he sent frogs. Millions of frogs swarmed all over Egypt, and they were everywhere. You open up your package of Sour Patch Kids, and inside you would find a Sour Patch Frog. The next consequence that God sent was gnats. That's spelled G-N-A-T-S. It looks like gnats, but it's not. The G's silent. And gnats are a teeny tiny bug. And God sent billions of gnats that covered the entire country. Oh, have you ever been walking through the forest and you walk through like a swarm of bugs and they get in your mouth? Well, these gnats were everywhere. And still, Pharaoh would not obey and let the children of Israel, Israel go. The next consequence that God sent were flies. Ever had a fly buzz around your head and bother you? Well, imagine being covered in them. That's what happened to the Egyptians. The flies covered everything and everyone. Oh, disgusting. But still, Pharaoh wouldn't listen to God. So God had to send more consequences. The next ones were cows and sheep. God sent cows and sheep to Egypt? No, all of the cows and sheep died. No, not Mr. Moo Moo. Yes, Mr. Moo Moo and Mr. Baba too. All of the cows and sheep died. The next consequence were blisters. The giant blisters grew over every Egyptian. Oh, church kids, I've gotten blisters on my hands and my feet before, and I'm like sad just having one or two. Can you imagine your whole body being covered with them? The next consequence was hail, but not just like little teeny tiny nice kind sweet hail. It was gigantic hail that was so big, if you walked outside, it would kill you. And the gigantic hail crushed all of the plants. But still... Pharaoh wouldn't listen. So the next consequence was grasshoppers. Millions of grasshoppers came and then ate all of the remaining plants. And then after that, church kids, the next consequence was pitch black darkness. Have you ever been like in your house or in your room and all the lights are off and you can't see the hand in front of your face? That's what it was like for the Egyptians. God made it so dark in Egypt no one could see the sun or anything else. But where the Israelites lived, it was perfectly sunny. And after all of this, Pharaoh still wouldn't change his mind. So God had to send the last and final consequence, the worst one of all. He sent the angel of death. Bam, bam, bam. That sounds really intense. That's because it was. But before he did, God told the Israelites to kill a perfect lamb 
and for each family to spread the blood of the lamb over the front of their house, above the door. So when the angel of death came into Egypt and came to the Israelites' houses, he would see the blood and he would pass over their home and not hurt anyone. The blood kept everyone inside safe. And that night, not a single Israelite person died. The blood of the lamb kept them safe. But the same wasn't true for the Egyptians. Finally, Pharaoh had had enough, and he decided to let the Israelites go. And after 400 years of slavery, God's people were free. God told Israel to celebrate how he rescued them and how the blood of the lamb caused the angel of death to pass over the top of their houses. And to this day, do you know Jewish families still celebrate this amazing holiday? It's called Passover. You see, every story in the Bible points us to Jesus. Almost 2,000 years after that night, God sent Jesus to rescue the world from slavery to sin. One of Jesus' nicknames is the Lamb of God. And just like the lambs in Egypt that night, Jesus died on the cross, spilled his blood so that we could be rescued from sin. When we say yes to Jesus, his blood covers us just like the blood covered the doorways of the Israelites. And it protects us from all the consequences to our sin. Jesus is the lamb who died so we could live and be free. Why don't we talk with Jesus? Say this after me. Say, Jesus, you love me so much. Thank you for dying for me and for rescuing me from sin. I say yes to you, and I want to be best friends with you for my whole life. Your blood covers me. Amen. How incredible is it knowing that Jesus rescued you and has a wonderful plan for your life? Have a great night's sleep. Don't forget to try out Church Kids Trivia and have your parents let us know what they think. Sweet dreams. And we can't wait to see you tomorrow.